You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. If you're the type of baseball fan that can't help but get giddy over prospects, we have the podcast for you. Locked On MLB Prospects, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Aram Layton, is the only daily podcast devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. Follow Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. In today's episode, we've got our weekend takeaways. We'll dig deep on the waiver wire, some injury updates, matchups, and DFS value plays uh, for Monday. Uh, So let's start uh, with some hitters who had uh, good performances over the weekend. And no surprise, San Diego shortstop Fernando Tatis Jr. was 6 for 11, had 3 home runs, 5 RBIs, 4 runs scored. Uh, On the season, Tatis Jr. has 25 home runs, 55 RBIs, 58 runs scored, a .294 batting average, 16 stolen bases. He's been unstoppable. Uh, aside from injury. And so really, a healthy Fernando Tatis Jr. has been the most dangerous uh, hitter in baseball. Uh, The only thing holding him back is the occasional uh, shoulder popping out of its socket. Uh, But anyway, Tatis Jr. continues to rake. Uh, For Texas, outfielder Joey Gallo uh, was 4 for 10, uh, had 3 home runs, 7 RBIs, scored 4 runs. He's up to 16 home runs on the season, which is kind of what we would expect from uh, Joey Gallo. 40 RBIs, 42 runs scored. He does have 6 stolen bases, which is a little higher than usual, and a 224 batting average, which is kind of where we, <laughs> where we would expect Joey Gallo's batting average to be, uh, like it or not. Now, Miami outfielder Garrett Cooper was 4 for 7. Uh, over the weekend, had a home run, a couple RBIs, scored four runs. He also walked three times. Uh, and Cooper doesn't quite play enough uh, to have real fantasy uh, appeal. He's kind of, you can plug him in as an injury fill-in or uh, if you uh, see favorable matchups. But on the season, he's got six home runs, 24 RBIs, 21 runs scored, hitting 262. It Because of the lack of playing time, it just kind of keeps him on the, on the fantasy fringes. Uh, Angels DH Shohei Otani, who is not on the fantasy fringes, uh, he's front and center. Uh, with 6 for 11, couple home runs, 5 RBIs, 4 runs scored on the weekend. Otani has 25 home runs on the season, 59 RBIs, 52 runs scored, has stolen 11 bases, and is hitting 277. Uh, remember how I was just uh, regaling you with the numbers of Fernando Tatis Jr. and how incredible and how unstoppable? Well, Otani has the same number of home runs. Uh, he has four more RBI, uh, six fewer uh, runs scored, uh, five fewer stolen bases, and is hitting 277 compared to Tatis Jr.'s 294. So he, he's not quite there, but he's not that far off. <laughs> so uh, not bad for a guy who can also pitch some uh, pitch some games for you while you're while you're at it. Uh, we had three base runners who stole multiple bases over the weekend. John Birdie uh, for the Miami Marlins uh, had a couple steals. He's up to six stolen bases on the season. This is still. He's a little behind the pace of, of what he's done in previous seasons. Andrew McCutcheon, Philly's outfielder, had, had a couple of steals. is now up to five stolen bases on the season, but that's not a huge uh, part of his game anymore. Uh, and Colorado's Rymel Tapia had a couple of steals, getting him up to 10 stolen bases. And that's kind of the, that's his calling card here, is the, the real value for Rymel Tapia is, yes, he might score some runs for you, but uh, what, what can set him apart uh, is if he could get you 20 steals. Now, uh, to some hitters who uh, maybe struggled over the weekend. And uh, we'll start up with Philadelphia's Reese Hoskins, who was 0 for 13. Now, Hoskins has been delivering the power. He's got 16 home runs, 43 RBIs, 40 runs scored, a couple of stolen bases, but his average is now down to 228. 
Uh, obviously, you would like the batting average to be a little bit higher, uh, but if, if the average is higher, otherwise, uh, Hoskins uh, is giving you kind of what, what you expected at first base. Uh, New York Mets second baseman Jeff McNeil. It's been a tough season for McNeil. Not only has he missed time with injuries, but he was 0 for 13 over the weekend. Uh, in 39 games, uh, McNeil has three home runs, nine RBIs, 15 runs scored. He's stolen a base and is hitting just 228. He's got a career hitter who's 308. Uh, so the fact that McNeil has, has really just been uh, struggling, you know, you'd expect uh, these numbers to turn around, but uh, he just uh, made, made that hole a little bit bigger. Uh, over the weekend. Uh, staying with the Mets, Michael Conforto was 0 for 12 over the weekend, and, and he's missed some time with injuries. He's played 38 games, has just two home runs, 14 RBIs, 12 runs scored, uh, hitting 220. Uh, and now may, maybe Conforto isn't uh, as consistently uh, high batting average as, as McNeil, uh, but you would expect better than 220, and you would certainly expect more than two home runs uh, in 38 games. Uh, St. Louis, uh, second baseman Tommy Edmond was 0 for 12 over the weekend and Edmund has sort of had some sneaky fantasy value uh, this year now he only has four home runs and 19 RBIs neither of those is terribly appealing but he scored 40 runs he has 13 stolen bases uh, and now after the 0 for 12 he's hitting 256 but if you you know you have that batting average up a little bit to go with the run scored and the stolen bases uh, plus multi-position uh, value for Edmund who can play second base shortstop and outfield uh, there there is some value to be had there but uh, it took a bit of a hit uh, over the weekend. Miami center fielder Starling Marte, uh, who's been off to a great start, but seems to be uh, fall- falling back right now. He was 0 for 11 on the weekend. Uh, he has six home runs and 18 RBIs uh, on the season. 34 runs scored, 12 stolen bases, still hitting 295, but uh, that's 295 and sinking. It wasn't that long ago he was hitting like 360. Uh, Chicago catcher Wilson Contreras, uh, 0 for 11 uh, for the Cubs backstop on the weekend. Now, Contreras has given you the home runs. He's got 13 home runs this year, 30 RBIs, 34 runs scored, but the average is now down to 227. Uh, it, with a respectable average, Contreras is uh, a pretty valuable uh, fantasy catcher, but he's uh, he's you know testing that theory now as his batting average starts to move into below average territory. Uh, Colorado first baseman C.J. Crone, 0 for 11 over the weekend, drops his average to 256. Uh, he has 10 home runs, 29 RBIs, 30 runs scored. Uh, he had been uh, on a pretty good run uh, recently for hitting home runs, so Crone uh, is, is still a player who I think there's there's probably more upside uh, to him. Like I, I think you could you could expect. Uh, not unreasonably, uh, that Crone could hit 30 home runs uh, when he's playing for Colorado, uh, but uh, you know the, you you wouldn't mind the average staying at least in in respectable territory while he while he takes a shot at it. Uh, and a player who had been really hot until till the weekend, uh, Oakland second baseman and outfielder Tony Kemp went 0 for 10. Now he only has four home runs and four stolen bases. He doesn't really count a whole lot in there. Uh, but he had been on a, a pretty good roll for his batting average. He was pushing up around 300. Now it's down to 274. Uh, he has scored 27 runs and has 17 RBIs and is playing regularly. So, you know, there's still a, a, a use for Tony Kemp as filling a middle infield slot or something, but uh, be a little bit more appealing if he wasn't just coming off an over 10 weekend. So when we come back, we'll take a look at the pitchers uh, that uh, both had the best starts and worst starts of the weekend. Uh, Dig deep on the waiver wire, some injury updates, and then matchups and DFS value plays for Monday. We all know we should be eating more fish to get our omega-3s and protein. But the seafood counter can be intimidating. Which fish tastes the best? What type of cut? Can you really be sure about the quality? Wild Alaskan Company takes the guesswork out of buying wild-caught seafood. 
Wild Alaskan Company delivers high-quality, sustainably-sourced, wild-caught seafood right to your door. Choose from salmon, whitefish, or a combination, and every month there are different specials to explore. Each shipment contains premium, wild-caught, individually-wrapped portions of delicious seafood that's ready to prepare and easy to cook. Wild Alaskan Company seafood is how nature intended it to be. Always wild, never farmed or modified, and it contains no antibiotics. You can adjust, pause, or cancel your membership anytime. And they offer 100% satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Get your nutrition from nature with Wild Alaskan Company. And right now, you can get $15 off your first box of premium seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com MLB. That's wildalaskancompany.com MLB for $15 off your first box wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB. Make sure to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. All right, to the pitchers uh, that had best innings of the weekend. We'll start with Texas. Kyle Gibson uh, just continues his outstanding season. He went seven innings uh, in Saturday's 8-0 win against Kansas City. He gave just one hit, two walks, no runs, struck out 10. We don't usually get huge strikeout numbers from Kyle Gibson, but uh, now on the season, he's made 15 starts. He's 6-0 with a 2.00 ERA, 1.01 whip, only 7.4 strikeouts per nine, but please, uh, given how how amazing the rest of his numbers are, you can hardly complain about the strikeout uh rate for Kyle Gibson. Uh, Philadelphia's Aaron Nola went five and a third innings in Friday's 2-1 loss to the Mets. Gave up two hits, one walk, no runs, struck out 12. Uh, and Nola has kind of been a, a touch disappointing. I mean, his 5-4 and four record is okay, but the 3.97 ERA, you expect a little bit better uh, from the Phillies ace. 1.18 whip, 10.6 strikeouts per nine. Those are okay. Uh, but the earned run average, uh, you'd like that to be uh, a little little lower uh, for him to kind of live up to being an ace. Uh, Dodgers, uh, Clayton Kershaw went eight innings in Sunday 7-1 win against the Cubs. Gave out four hits, one walk, one earned run, struck out 13. Uh, Kershaw is 9-7 and seven, uh, on the season, has a 3.25 ERA, 0.98 whip, 10.9 strikeouts per nine and 17 starts. Still great. Um, and given the the underlying numbers, you might expect that ERA to come down even a little bit further. Uh, Miami's Zach Thompson. Uh, went six innings in Saturday's 3-2 win against Washington. Gave up four hits, two walks, two earned runs, struck out 11. Uh, now Thompson started four games uh, so far for the Marlins. He's 2-2, two and two, ERA of two, whip of one, 12.5 strikeouts per nine. Uh, definitely worth a look. You, know, you don't know kind of how sustainable this might be or how long it'll last, but uh, given, given his uh, results through his first four starts, uh, it's worth uh, considering Zach Thompson. Uh, staying with the Zachs, Philadelphia's Zach Wheeler. Uh, went seven innings in Sunday's 4-2 win at the Mets. He had four hits, two walks, no runs, struck out eight. Uh, Wheeler is just having a fantastic season for the Phillies. He's 6-4, 2.20 ERA, 0.97 whip, 11 strikeouts per nine. Big spike in strikeout uh, rate this year compared to last year. Uh, Atlanta rookie Kyle Muller went five innings in Sunday's 4-0 win at Cincinnati. He had two hits, one walk, no earned runs, struck out nine. Uh, fantastic performance there from Muller. Uh, and now he's only appeared in three games, made two starts uh, for the Braves, 2.70 ERA, a whip of one, 11.7 strikeouts per nine. Now, super small sample. Uh, but again, in the same vein as Zach Thompson, it's worth grabbing Muller to uh, you know, maybe see uh, how long he can uh, you know, be an effective starter uh, at this level. Now, to the pitchers who maybe didn't have as much success over the weekend. And, and the first one is a disappointment to me as somebody who I've uh, been starting to steer people towards, and that's Kansas City's Mike Miner, because Miner's strikeout rate had been going along uh, 
pretty well over his last half dozen starts or so. But in Friday's 9-4 loss at Texas, he went five innings, gave up 11 hits, uh, two walks, nine earned runs, only struck out two. Uh, just a, a mess of a performance from Mike Miner. Uh, and now he's 6-5 and five with a 5.12 ERA, 1.26 whip, 9.3 strikeouts per nine. Like the increased strikeout rate is the reason to be encouraged about Miner this year, and the whip isn't bad, but that 5.12 ERA is just a... It's a killer for fantasy. Uh, Cleveland Sam Hentges uh, went just three and a third innings in Sunday's 8-2 loss at Minnesota. He had six hits, four walks, uh, six earned runs, only struck out one. Uh, Hentges has appeared in 13 games for Cleveland, making six starts. His ERA is now 7.32, whip of 1.99. Now he has 9.6 strikeouts per nine, so there's you know there's some ability to miss bats in there, but clearly not enough. Uh, and so uh, any optimism you might have been holding for Sam Henches, you can probably kind of put that on hold uh, for the time being. Uh, Angels starter Alex Cobb, the veteran, went four innings in Saturday's 13-3 loss at Tampa Bay, gave up six hits, one walk, six earned runs, and struck out three. Uh, Cobb is still 5-3 and three on the season. His ERA now, though, is up to 5.09. The whip of 1.30 isn't terrible. It's not great, but it's not devastating. 10.7 strikeouts per nine, career-high rate, and you know that's sort of what keeps Cobb... Uh, in the fantasy mix, uh, but that ERA over five is uh, it's a killer. Uh, Cleveland's Cal Quantrill uh, getting a chance to start some games uh, with injuries in that in that uh, Indians rotation. He went four and a third innings in Friday's eight seven loss at Minnesota. Gave up six hits, one walk, six earned runs, only struck out two. Uh, that line is not all that different from uh, <laughs> Hentges' uh, line uh, against Minnesota on Sunday. Uh, and Quantrill. His ERA is now up to 3.64, the whip of 1.30, only 6.9 strikeouts per nine. So, um, you know, maybe he's a better fit in the bullpen where he was having a little bit more success. Uh, Baltimore's Keegan Aiken went four and a third innings uh, in Saturday's 12-4 loss to Toronto. Give seven hits, one walk, six earned runs, three strikeouts. Uh, and Aiken, I mean, there, we've got a few of these younger pitchers that you you put them on your radar and, and kind of wait and see. Uh, and so far, you're, you're still left... Uh, wanting more if you if you really want to add Keegan Aiken into your fantasy squad. Uh, and one more, we'll go the Cubs' Adbert Alzale. Uh, went three innings in Sunday's 7-1 loss to the Dodgers, gave up five hits, three walks, six earned runs, uh, struck out three. Uh, Alzale, his record is 4-7, and seven. ERA is up to 4.55, but he has a 1.02 whip, 9.6 strikeouts per nine. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't uh, give up all hope on Adbert Alzale uh, because those uh, that whip and strikeout rate are both uh, entirely fine. Uh, that if uh, you could get some regression with that uh, earn run average, bring it down a little, uh, he might still have some value. Now, every episode, I offer up one player rostered in 10% or fewer of Yahoo leagues, and maybe you need to race out to the waiver wire to get them, uh, beat the competition, uh, or maybe it's just somebody to put on your radar and be ready to pounce when the time is right. Uh, but today, I think it's probably someone you need to race to the waiver wire to get, and that's uh, Detroit Tigers outfielder Daz Cameron. Uh, he was acquired from Houston as part of the Justin Verlander trade. 24-year-old outfielder, getting a chance to play because of some injuries uh, in that Tigers outfield. And in 13 games, uh, Cameron's hitting 256 with an 816 OPS. He has three home runs and three stolen bases. Uh, he had a 299 batting average and 878 OPS in 21 games in the minors uh, before getting called up. And Daz Cameron is rostered in just 7% of Yahoo leagues. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have nine delicious flavors, plus they occasionally get some limited time flavors as well. But the standards you can count on, they have coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. There's a wide variety, something for everyone. My favorite are peanut butter brownie and salted caramel. Uh, but if you haven't tried uh, all those flavors, you can get a mixed box uh, from Bilt Bar where you get two of each of those nine flavors. You sample them, decide uh, which ones are right for you, and then order more of those. Uh, 
but you know, not only do you have this wide variety of flavors, but they're all covered in 100% chocolate. They taste like a great snack uh, and they're good for you. They're loaded with protein, low calorie, low sugar, low carbs. Uh, and for me, I started using them when I was going to an outdoor boot camp, uh, leaned right into the whole thing with uh, Built Bar as part of the post-workout routine to give my muscles a protein boost. Uh, and I've had some success. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, before we dig into uh, Monday matchups and DFS value plays, some injury updates uh, coming out of the weekend. And Arizona center fielder Cattell Marte having an MRI in his hamstring. Uh, that's that's rough uh, because Marte, when healthy, has been uh, productive again uh, for the Diamondbacks. But uh, Paven Smith uh, can shift to center field. Josh Reddick might see a little bit more time in right field uh, while Marte is out. Uh, Washington uh, starting pitcher Eric Fetty uh, is on the 10-day injured list with an oblique strain. That's, you know, never great. Uh, uh, and... Fetty had actually been uh, reasonably uh, effective for, for the Nationals. And uh, so for, for their case, they, they would hope that this isn't going to be a long stint. Uh, but they also don't exactly have uh, great options lined up uh, to fill in uh, with Fetty out. They, they could have more bullpen games or, um, or something else. Uh, Washington center fielder Victor Robles is also day-to-day with a knee injury. Gerard Parra, the veteran, uh, can fill in uh, there. Baltimore shortstop Freddie Galvis on the 10-day injury list with a quad strain. Uh, they've called up Ramon Urias from uh, AAA. Uh, not a whole lot to get excited about there. Uh, Texas outfielder Willie Calhoun uh, has landed on the 10-day injury list with a, a forearm injury. Uh, Jason Martin has been called up from AAA for the Rangers. Uh, Tampa Bay starter uh, Josh Fleming on the 10-day injury list with a, a calf injury. Uh, don't know what the corresponding move here is for the Rays, but would they call up Luis Patino, give him another uh, chance in the rotation? Possibility. Uh, Philadelphia right fielder Bryce Harper dealing with a calf injury. Uh, if, if Harper has to sit out any time, Travis Jankowski is available uh, to play right field. White Sox first baseman Jose Abreu has a bruised knee. Uh, Sunday they had Yasmany Grandal at first base, Zach Collins catching. Uh, as a short-term uh, solution, that works. Uh, don't know, if, if, like if Abreu is going to end up on the DL, they might have to uh, make some other changes. Milwaukee second baseman Colton Wong. Uh, It has a calf injury that's troubling him. Jace Peterson uh, can fill in at second there. Uh, Cincinnati uh, relief pitcher TJ Antone is on the 10-day injured list with a strained forearm. That's always bad news uh, for a pitcher. Uh, and now Antone hasn't been uh, hasn't been getting a bunch of the save opportunities, but that does, this does take him out of that uh, mix. So you know maybe more appealing for Amir Garrett uh, and, and Brad Brack, the, the guy who's getting late inning work for the Reds. Uh, Detroit reliever Michael Fulmer on the 10-day injured list with a back injury and. Cleveland outfielder Josh Naylor suffered a broken ankle uh, in a collision in the outfield. Uh, could be an opportunity here for Bradley Zimmer uh, to get more time uh, for the Indians. So now let's take a look uh, at a couple favorable matchups for Monday, thanks to betonline.ag. First one, I've got Lucas Giolito, uh, minus 130 at home against Minnesota with Kenta Maeda on the mound. Now, Maeda has been better in recent starts, but still not great. Uh, and so Giolito at home. Uh, at that price is not bad. Certainly it would be better if uh, Jose Abreu was playing uh, for the White Sox. We'll have to wait and see how that goes. Uh, but uh, basically I just like Giolito uh, better than what we've seen from Kent Ameda, uh, so far this season. Uh, and then late game, we've got San Francisco's Anthony DiSclefani, plus 155 at the Dodgers with Trevor Bauer uh, on the mound. Now Bauer has been great this season, uh, but maybe with a clamp down on, uh, on sticky stuff, uh, Bauer could be one of the, the candidates to uh, lose some of his effectiveness. And uh, Di Sclafani, I think, uh, at, that, uh, at that price, uh, 
uh, for a San Francisco team that's been, uh, you know, surprisingly competitive this season, uh, I think uh, that's well worth a look. So thanks to betonline.ag for those odds. Let's grab a few DFS value plays uh, for Monday, and we'll start with Anthony DiSclefani. He's just $7,300 uh, at the Dodgers, and if uh, DiSclefani is going to kind of continue pitching uh, as well as he has so far this season, uh, getting him at that price. Uh, yes, the Dodgers lineup is good, but uh, it's still a real bargain here on DiSclefani. Uh, other uh, value pitcher, Matt Manning uh, for the Tigers. The rookie has only started a couple of games, but He's $5,900 uh, at Cleveland, uh, not a not exactly a power-packed Indians lineup. So if Manning gave you a quality start at that price, uh, there's some real value there. Angels catcher Max Stasi, $3,400 at the Yankees. Yankees sending Michael King to the mound. Uh, Boston first baseman Bobby Dahlbeck is just $3,200 uh, against Kansas City with Danny Duffy uh, pitching. Arizona, uh, middle infielder Josh Rojas, so he's eligible at second and short, is $3,500 at St. Louis with Wade LeBlanc. Uh, on the mound for the Cardinals. Uh, a couple of Tigers, third baseman Jimer Candelario's $3,000 at Cleveland with Eli Morgan uh, on the bump. Uh, and also Daz Cameron. May as well grab him. He's just $2,000 uh, against uh, Indians rookie Eli Morgan. Uh, and St. Louis outfielder Tyler O'Neill is $3,600 uh, going against Arizona with Jacob Feria on the mound. So that will do it for today. Enjoy the games. I'll be back tomorrow uh, with top 20 hitters, top 10 pitchers in the past month. Also check out the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Podcast. The Stanley Cup Final starts tonight. Maybe drop in five-star rating uh, uh, for either of those podcasts on Apple. Uh, check out Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Lockdown Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Today on the Lockdown Today podcast, the Los Angeles Clippers are back in the game. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Lockdown Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. I don't know if I have anything left. You just throw whatever you got, whatever's left. The boys are all here for you. We're going to be awesome for you right now.